0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Simone Cesiaris. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 5th of July. In your Squiz today, getting out of COVID, search efforts are paused in Florida, a deadly crash in the Philippines, and briefly becoming billionaires. This is your Squiz today. Starting with where things are at on the COVID front, there were 58 new local cases across Australia over the weekend, bringing the total to 320 nationwide. Most of those are from New South Wales, which on Saturday reported 35 local cases, the state's biggest daily rise in infections this year. And if you're still with us on the numbers front, another 16 were added in New South Wales yesterday. Premier Gladys Berejiklian said a timeline and targets for getting Aussies vaccinated are essential. And that was something that was high on the agenda when state and territory leaders met at National Cabinet
1: on Friday, Claire. It was. And what came out of that National Cabinet meeting is a four-phase process. Pathway out of COVID 19, as what Prime Minister Scott Morrison called it. It was agreed by our national leaders. It's basically a list broken down into four stages, and there are things that need to be done to get us to a point where there's no lockdowns, where the international border can open, and where COVID is treated as an infectious disease like any other in the community, Morrison said. We're still in phase one, which is suppressing the virus. That's the name of the game at the moment, as we all well and truly know, particularly those who are still in lockdown. And the idea is Australia can shift gears once we get to a threshold of vaccination. And that really is the critical point. What Gladys Berejiklian wants to know is what that threshold is and when it will be achieved. That's a sentiment that's been echoed by the business sector overnight.
0: Morrison has maintained that every Australian who wants a vaccine should be able to receive at least their first jab by the end of the year. Until then, Claire leaders and health officials will go on managing the vaccine rollout as they have been. But one thing that will change is the number of international arrivals into Australia that's set to be halved.
1: Yeah, that will happen from the 14th of July. What they want to do is give people a few days to get on flights that have already been booked, but the maximum intake into Australia will move downwards to 3035 uh, passengers coming into Australia each week after the middle of this month. There are 34,000 Australians who are registered with the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade as wanting to return to Australia, and there's widespread recognition that it's going to be very tough for them.
0: And before we wrap up on the COVID front, some good news for the vaccine rollout. 500 GB clinics around Australia will start to offer the Pfizer vaccine from today, with more coming online as supply increases in the coming months to the Philippines now, where at least 45 people have died after a military plane crashed on the island of Jolo. Authorities say, Claire, that most of the people on the plane were soldiers reporting for duty.
1: They were reporting to duty and looking to combat Islamist militants in that region. Officials say that there's no indication that that plane has been attacked, but there is an investigation underway into that crash. What eyewitnesses reported was that plane missing the runway. It then crashed and exploded and a number of people were able to jump out of the aircraft before it hit the ground and that saw. Them spared the worst of it. But 42 people from the military were reported to have been killed in that crash. Three others were civilians. There's a number of people in hospital and some still missing.
0: Yeah, it's the country's worst military air disaster in around 30 years, and it follows the crash of a Black Hawk helicopter a few weeks ago when six people were killed just north of the capital, Manila. Claire, we've talked in the podcast before about that 12-storey apartment block in Florida that partially collapsed almost a fortnight ago. The latest is that 24 people have been confirmed dead and 121 more are still missing. Yesterday, authorities said search efforts will be paused for the time being so that they can prepare to
1: demolish the rest of the building. And the reason that's become urgent is that there's a tropical storm that could turn into a hurricane that's approaching that part of Florida. It's not expected to be a direct hit, but it's going to come to the west and there's expected high winds that could see that structure topple unsafely. So officials have decided that they would like to bring it down themselves And that could happen very soon. That means that searchers can get on with looking through all of that rubble that they're still trying to get through to find more people.
0: Yeah, the building complex had been in line for renovations in recent years. And a report back in 2018 pointed to issues around concrete, rusting steel and problems with the pool deck design that would cost millions of dollars to fix. A lot of experts are looking into the cause of the collapse, but investigations are expected to take months. Cardinal Angelo Beccio was a high-ranking Vatican official and last September he resigned from his role after he became involved in a deal to invest in a luxury London building with church funds. Now, Claire, he's due to stand trial with nine others for alleged financial crimes.
1: Yeah, he becomes the highest ranked cleric in the Vatican to be indicted on charges that include embezzlement, as you say, but also abuse of office. Beccio has been someone who has been talked about quite a bit in recent months. As you say, he resigned from that very high ranking position last year. He's also someone who has been in the Australian media a bit. He was identified as someone who was an arch enemy of Cardinal George Pell uh, and also someone Pell had in his sights as he made investigations into the financial arrangements at the Vatican.
0: Betio has denied any wrongdoing and over the weekend he said he's the victim of a conspiracy against him. That trial due to start on the 27th of July and as for the Pope, the 84-year-old is in hospital ahead of surgery for a colon problem. There's a lot going on in sport at the moment, Claire, and fans of football or soccer, as we say, will be pleased to know the semi-final starters for both the Euros and Copa America have been decided.
1: Let's start with the Euros. Look... I don't know about you, Simone, but I really like a bit of sport. <laughs> I also like watching soccer, but these big tournaments that have been happening uh, in South America and Europe have been very difficult to stay on top of because they're very early in the morning. And it's yeah. not that we don't like early mornings, it's just that we've got a bit else going on. Got so something else to do then. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to the pointy end, so I'm tuning in. And what we do know now is those semifinals will take place in the Euros It's Spain v Italy and Denmark v England. That will happen during this week. It's a big thing in England lots of celebrations there if they are able to get through to the final it'll be the first major final that England has faced since the World Cup in 1966 so no pressure there, Uh, they've staged some really good games to try and get through to that final so fingers crossed for them Uh, when you get over to Copa America uh, that brings South America's best teams together we've got Brazil versus Peru that happens on Tuesday and Argentina versus Colombia on Wednesday it's all about Argentina in that tournament
0: and if you're keen to get the lowdown on that and everything else to do with sport you can check out our weekday sports news podcast Sport Today either on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast app It's not every day, Claire, that a few extra zeros get added to your bank account. So you can imagine it would have been a bit of a shock when a family found $50 billion had been deposited into their account.
1: Not $50, not even $50 million, but $50 billion. It's a lot of zeros. It's a lot of zeros. And what Darren James reckons he was the lucky recipient of that largesse uh, was that maybe someone fell asleep on the keyboard, which seems to make sense. He said he was a very very moral person, though. He was never going to spend it, but he would have definitely taken it on board if maybe that Saudi Arabian prince who promised to give him $50 billion had finally coughed up. Sounds like someone with a bit of a sense of humour anyway.
0: I don't know about you, but I wouldn't mind having $50 billion put into my bank account, Claire, even if it was just for a few
1: days. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit too much, I reckon. Just just $50 million would be fine. Wrapping up with Squiz the Day, what have you got, Claire? Uh, today, of course, talking English soccer. It's hard to go past David Beckham if you're of a certain generation. Uh, It's his and Posh Spice's wedding anniversary today. So good luck to them.
0: And speaking of anniversaries, it's 10 years since Scotty Air released the single Somebody That I Used To Know featuring Kimbra. 10 years, Claire, can you believe it?
1: Yeah, if you wanted to feel old. And on that
0: note, that's all from us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Squiz Today podcast. We'll catch you tomorrow. Message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer.